Today's daf is Nidorim daf Mem Zayin, and we are at the very top line of daf Mem Zayin Amid Aleph HaOimer LeChaveroi VeChulu. Today's daf is being learned LeIlu Nishmas Chayim Malaza Ben Yibado LeChayim Reb Shimshin So we are going to continue to discuss the Mishnah in the beginning of Perak Hashotven. Specifically, the sefer of the Mishnah. So, the very last halacha of the Mishnah was: If somebody tells his friend, he makes a koinim that he's not going to enter his friend's house. He makes a koinim that he's not going to purchase his friend's field. Obviously, the koinim is chal. Says the Mishnah, if that friend. Now dies, or if he sells his house or his field to somebody else, mutter. At that point, Allah is the mutter will be allowed to enter the house. The mutter will be allowed to purchase the field. If, however, the lotion of the nether is that I'm making a koinim that I won't have hana from this house or this field, then the halach is mace. If the person dies, if he sells it to somebody else, it's going to be for him to have hana. In other words, if somebody makes a nether, he's not going to have hana from somebody's thing. And then the someone either dies or gives the thing away to somebody else. Does the nether survive that transfer or does it not survive that transfer? Says the Mishnah, it depends on the subtlety and the nuance of the Lushan of the nether. If when he made the nether, he said, I'm not going to enter your house or I'm not going to purchase your field. So he emphasized with an endachaf, oh, if that's the case, so as long as it's or this is going to be in effect. If however, he dies, in that case, it's going to be mutter. If however, when he made the nether, he didn't say but he said, or he didn't say, he said, in those cases, so he clearly de-emphasized the fact that he's the owner of the field, that he's the owner of the house. He just doesn't want to have any enough from the field. He doesn't want to have any enough from the house. So in that case, the law would be, it's going to be, what happens if somebody made a nether where you cannot enter my house? Maze, and then he died, or he sold the house to somebody else. Now, what's the halacha going to be? So first, what's the shaila? It's essentially the same halacha as the Mishnah. The difference is, in our Mishnah, the mudder is also the neuter, meaning the person that's not going to be allowed to have anah is the one that made the nether. So Ruve makes a nether that he will not have any anah from Shimon's house, he will not have any anah from Shimon's field. In Avimi's Ibaya, the mother is the one that's making the nether, meaning the mother is not the nether. So that Shimon is the one that's making a nether onto Ruvain and saying, you Ruvain cannot enter my house. You Ruvain are not going to be able to buy my field. And really, just to appreciate the Ibaya, drop better, there's two ways in general, and this is really Nagaya throughout Masach des Nadarim, that a person can be bound by a kainer. It could happen by the mother making the nether, or it could happen by the mother making the nether. Meaning, 
I can make a nether, I won't have enough from you. Or you can make a nether saying that I can't have enough from you. And really, in most of the Masechet, it's interchangeable. It doesn't really matter who the one that physically made the nether is. At the end of the day, the nether is chal in the same way. It needs atfas, it doesn't need atfas, it has a parish of kinuyim and yadis. And really, all the different halachas, everything that we've learned up until this point, lechura, for the most part, is going to be negay in both cases. However, Avimi had it sad that it could be that the halacha of this Mishnah, this last halacha, the nuance between Beischa and Bayis is, could be only where it's the mudder that's the one that made the nether. However, if it would be in the reverse, it would be the mother, so to speak, that would make the nether. In that case, it could be that Allah would be different. Why? What's the sad that it should be different? Because said, Avimi, Adam, Oyster, Dover, or The Shailas is a person have an ability to make a koinem onto somebody else where that koinim is going to survive even when that thing is no longer in his rishos. And that's really the crux of the shayla. In other words, let's just explain this a little bit better. One of the chidushim of nedarim is that a person can make a neder and make himself also even from something that's not in his rishos. Ordinarily, if something's not in my rishos, I can't create any chalois on that item. So if something's not mine, and even if it's mine, but it's not in my rishos, usually I'm very limited in terms of what I'm able to do with that thing. The great exception to that is koinomis. A person can make an isa koinom that is going to be chal on yenim's chayfets. Now, it's true. He can't make it a koinom towards yenim or towards anybody else. He can only do it towards himself. But the bottom line is, there is such a metzias where a person can make a koinom where this koinom is going to be aser to him, even though the thing that is going to have the chalois koinom is not something that's his, it's not something that's in his rishos. The only time that's true is if the person is making a nether to make something usher to himself. However, that's Pasha, that if you want to make a nether to make something usher to Yenim, the only time you could do it is if it's your thing. If, however, it's not yours, or could be even if it's not in your Rishos, that already would limit you now from being able to make that usher to him. So where I'm making it usher to me, where the mudder is the neider, that's where you have this Chiddush, that even though it's not in his Rishos, it's not his, still it's something that could be chal. If, however, the mother is the one that's making the nether, the only time the mother can make the nether is if it's in his Rishos. If it's not in his Rishos, he would not be able to do it. So really, with that hakdama says Abayo, or says Avimi, sometimes I have the Giris Abayo, by the way, but says Avimi, that the Mishnah said, that if somebody would say, Koinim, Baiz, Zeshani, Nichnas, Asadu, Zushani, Loikeach, Meis, Oishem, Machre, La'achar, Asa. So, Ravimi said that it could be the only time that's true is when the mother himself is the one that's making the nether. If, however, it's the mother that's making the nether, then it could be in that case it's not going to be true. It could be, it won't be true that mace, oisha machr la'acher, the nether is going to be chal. And the reason it wouldn't be true is because if you're going to tell me that the nether is in effect, even if he dies or even if he sells it to somebody else, so essentially what you're saying is that I have the ability to make something usher to you even for a time that's not going to be mine. Because when a person dies, or if he sells it, it's not his anymore. And 
Therefore, said Avimi, maybe the halach in the Mishnah, that Mesai Shemachroi, the Koinim survives, that's only true when the mother is the one that's making the nether, not when the mother. Because when the mother is making the nether, the fact that that person's not alive is neither here nor there. I could always make a nether on something that's not in my Roshos. It wasn't in my Roshos even if you are alive. So what difference does it make now that you died? But with you, the mother, are the ones that's making the nether. So over there, it could be it's only called Kami, he's alive, that he's able to make the nether. But once he's not alive anymore, it could be at that point, he would no longer be able to make the net. What's the side he should be able to? Because the net is chal now when it's in his rishos. So once the net is chal in his rishos, could be it survives the misa. It could be it survives the mechir. What's the side not? Then no. Even though right now it's in my rishos, I can only do it for right now. But for later, I would not be able to do it. Now the Ran speaks out a lot, but one very important comment that the Ran makes, just to appreciate the Toshma that the Gemara is about to bring a little bit better, and that is, Avimi Zibaya was on our Mishnah. The Mishnah said a halacha, which really was a, a, a nuance, a nafkamina between beischa or bayezet, sodcha or sodazet. So Avimi Zibaya was, what would be if you had the same lash in bayezet, which is a lash that in the Mishnah would incorporate even mesay machr la'acher, would that be true even when the mother is the one that made the nether? But the Rant says that really, once you understand the Ibai the Gemara, it has nothing to do with the case of bias Zel or Sadazu. It's true even if the person would speak it out before What if the person would make the nether? He says, I want my house to be also to you, and I want it to be also even if I end up selling it to somebody else. It'd be the same exact Shiloh. Bayezeh, Sadazu, just so happens to be the way the Mishnah explained in Anamad Aleph. Such a case. But really, the Ibaya of Avimi has nothing to do with the case. So even though the Ibaya is on the Mishnah here in Perakashotfen, which was primarily coming to distinguish between Bayezeh and Beischa, and it was there that Avimi cleared the Ibaya, Abazakdaran, don't make the toys to think that this Ibaya is exclusive to this Sugya. This Ibaya could have been in any place in Mesachdis Nadar. It just so happens that the Mishnah just spoke out Mefurish the halacha of Mesa Machr Laachar Asr. It spoke it out regarding the halach of Bayezeh and therefore Avim declared the Ibaya regarding Bayezeh but even if it wasn't Bayezeh even if it was Yosem Mefureshes even if he would have said clearly I want the to be Chal La'achasha Amos I want it to be Chal La'achasha Emker even then you would have the same Ibaya Zach the Gemara Amar Rav Rav said Tashma what's the halach if somebody tells his son Kainim Shiatu and then only making a Kainim you can't have any Anah from me Umeis and then the father died Yerushenu the halach is the son Yarshins his father meaning even though he made Koinim, uh, it doesn't impact the laws of Yerusha. What happens if the son makes a, the father makes a koinim and he says, "You, my son, I want don't want you to have any anah for me, not while I'm alive or even after I die." Umeis and then he dies. Loi Roshenu, the son doesn't yarshin. Now the Ran speaks that Avada yarshins him. Loi Roshenu just means even though he's going to have a Yerusha, but Lamaisa the nether is going to be chal, he won't be able to have anah. But what do you see from here? You see that a person can ask something when it's this is a clara right. And the Ran says, you see from the Toshma that my comment that I made in the Ibaya was right. Because the Toshma wasn't a case of Bayezeh. The Toshma was a case where he said, So you see clearly that the Ibaya of the Gemara was Nogeya, the case of our Mishnah. And even in a case that's more partial, where he said, that I wanted to be Chalach Amisa. At the end of the day, the Ibaya was whether Adam Oyser Dabashah B'Shusah, the Kishayetz and B'Shusah, like. And this is a clear raya that Adam Oyser. Dover Shabishusai, the Kishayetse Mir Shusai Zok, the Gemaravite, me inyan le inyan by us in Yetran Hosom. We learned in a Mishnah over there. So where's there? This is a Mishnah, Likamon, coming up 
in the future. If somebody makes a koinim and he says, I don't want to have enough from this peiros, or he said, koinim hein alpi, koinim hein lithi. So different lashonos of neder. What we need is the punchline, and that is aser bechilufeyem ubegyuduleyem. This person, because of the neder that he just made, will be aser, obviously, to have hanah from the peiros. But not only is he now to have hanah from the peiros, he can't have hanah from the chilufe peiros or the gidulim of the peiros. So what's chilufeyem? Chilufeyem would mean that if he takes these peiros and he sells them, so that he now has money in exchange for those peiros. Believe it or not, the koinim of the peiros would transfer over to the money, or if he barters it. So somebody made a koinim on peiros, and then his, he barters it with one of his uh, farmer friends. So if he would do that, the koinim would transfer over to those peiros. What's gidulayim? If somebody makes a koinim, and then he takes the seed, and he plants it in the ground, and something grows, that would be the gidulayim, and really, the halacha of the Mishnah is that when a person says, not only is the koinim chal on the peris, but it's chal on chilufeim, and it's chal on gidulein as well. Now, the Ran talks about, you know, when exactly is this halacha true? Is it true for all different koinim or not? So that's something we'll learn when we get to the Tanan Hassan, when we get there. So we'll go through this a little bit better. But all we need to know for right now is that there is such a musik, that there's such a concept that if a person makes a koinim, that this is going to be chal, not only on the payroids, but it's going to be also on Chilufeyim, and it's going to be also on Gidulim. So, what happens if somebody made a nether, but not the mudder was the neither, where Ruven said, I don't want to have Hanah from these payroids, but where Shimon owned payroids, and Shimon said, I want my payroids right now to be also to Ruven. What's the law as it relates to Chilufeyim? Will the Chilufeyim be also, or will the Chilufeyim not be also? Now, the Rishonim speak out, notice that the Bayi the Gemara is only Mao Bechilufeyim. It's clear that as it relates to Gidulayim, there's no Shailah. And it's going to be Mufurish in the Gemara. And the reason by Gidulayim there's no Shailah is because the Gemara assumes that once the nether's Chal on the pairs, for sure it's Chal on Gidulayim, because Gidulayim are the pairs. It's the offshoot, it's just the, the Toitzah, it's the growth of the pairs. So just like if somebody would make a nether on a pair, then it would grow. So obviously that Toitzah's growth would be included in the nether. So too, Gidulayim is the same thing. It's a Bechal Masayim on a type of thing. But Chilufayim, that was the Shailah. What are the toots thought? And why not? If somebody makes a nether, there's an isa chilufeim. So what's the difference if the mudder is the neider, or if there's a mother here who's answering his items on you, and he's the one that made the nether? The shy was like this. Me, Amir, do we say, Gabi delay, when it comes to the person himself, just like a person has the ability to answer his friend's peris on him, so so too, he has the ability to answer a dover shaloi in other words, the Gemara understands that Chilufeyim is a Dover Shloi Now, just to be clear, usually when you think of a Dover Shloi you think that the item doesn't exist. But that's not always the case. And sometimes in Sugi Zashas, you find that even though the thing is physically alive, but in Halacha we view it as a Dover Shloi These Chilufeyim are not Chilufeyim yet. They're going to become chilufeim when you're machlefet. But until they are chilufeim, we look at them as being a loy balaylam klape dine chilufeim. And it's for that reason, says the Gemara, that maybe the only time there's a nisa chilufeim is when the 
Neider himself is the mother, meaning the person that makes the nether, he's the one that's going to be bound by the nether. Being that there's a chiddish that he can ask, like we said earlier, even Paris Chavere al Atzmoy, so too could be there's a, a similar chiddish, that he could also be Oyser Dovash Loibal Oilam al Atzmoy. Abagabi Chavere has related to his friend, Hoyle, in Adam Oyser Paris Chavere al Chaveroi. Being that a person doesn't have the ability to ask a Paris Chaveroi al Chaveroi, right? So Shimon wouldn't be able to make Levi's Paris Oster and Ruvain. So so to ain't other mitzvah davish loyba loyla malchaver. So maybe he wouldn't be able to oyser davish loyba loyla malchaver. Oydelmo, or maybe says the Gemara mishum dechilufim kigidulim dami. Maybe this whole concept of chilufeim is just based on the fact that we look at the chilufim. As if it's gidulin, and if that's the case, loishnahu v'loishnachaver. It should make no difference if the mother is the neider or if the somebody else is a mother, and he's the one over here that's making the neder. Now, the way the Ran explains explains the shaila is very gishmak, and really, the last leg of the ibaya, the top of Ahmed Beis, sort of screams it. And that is, the Mishnah said that if somebody says koin and peiros elu alai, asu bechilufeim ubegidulayim. Gidulayim, we understand. Gidulayim is definitely the actual peiros. And being that he said, I want this peri to be Aser, so the giddle of that peri is also going to be Aser. Chilufeim, the Gemara wasn't sure about. And that's really at the core of Rami Bacham HaShailah. How do you understand Chilufeim? Is Chilufeim like Gidulayim? Just like Gidulayim, we look at that as being the actual pre. So we look at Chilufeim as being the actual pre as well. Or it could be, no, Chilufeim is not the pre. Gidulayim is the pre. You took the pre and you actually planted it and something grew from it. What is then chilufeim? There's a new halach of chilufeim that when a person makes an ed, it doesn't just mean the pre, he means chilufeim as well. Emphasis on means, meaning, is chilufeim the actual pre, just like gidulayim is the actual pre? Other chilufeim is not the actual pre. But there's a svarah that when a person makes a nether, he includes the chilufeim, right? Because if chilufeim is not the pre, then why is chilufeim also? Gidulayim is the pre. Okay, why chilufeim? It's not the pre. Must be, it's more the svarah of the nether. We assume there's an umdana that when a person makes a peri he didn't just want the peri to be aser, but he wants the chilupin of the peri to be aser as well. L'may nafgamina, if chilufeim are aser because we look at it as being the actual pre, or chilufeim is aser because we look at it as being not the pre, but that the neuter assumed to ask the chilufeim as well, nafgamina would be if somebody wants to make his peri aser on somebody else, would the chilufeim be aser or not? If chilufeim is like gidulayim, if we look at it as the pre itself, so just like the pre is aser, just like the gidul of the pre is aser, the chilupin of the pre is going to be aser as well. If, however, chilufeim lo'ilam is not part of the pre, the only reason chilufeim is aser because we assume that when a person makes an adder, he meant to include the chilufeim as well. Well, if that's the case, then... It's really not part of the pre. If it's not a part of the pre, it's a davar shaloi balaylam. And if it's a davar shaloi balaylam, it could be the only time you can have a nether being chal on a davar shaloi balaylam is if the mudder is the nether. But if there's someone else that's making the nether, being then ain adam oisin peiros chaveri al chaveroi, so too ain adam oisin davar shaloi balaylam al chaver. So really, the shail of the gemara is: do we look at the chilufeyan as being the pre, or do we not look at the chilufeyan? as being the priest. Because this is the Gemara Zibaya, the Ran makes a very important comment, which again, like in the previous Gemara, is going to play itself out very clearly in the Tashma. And that is, the Ran says, I don't think this Shaila is in the Dharm the Gashaila necessarily. I think this is a Shaila Snegea called Terakula. For example, Uli Surei Hana, if someone has something that's Asavana, and then he sells it, and now he has money in exchange, he has Arla, he has Kiliakar, 
He has chametz shavu all over Pesach. Anything that's also banah, same shaylo. Chilufeim also chilufeim nars. Does it giduleim? We know it's also. What about chilufeim? If you look at chilufeim as being really part and parcel of the actual thing, well, if you have yisurayana, then the chilufeim of the yisurayana are going to be also banah as well. If, however, you don't look at the chilufeim as being part and parcel of the thing, and the only reason the Mishnah says tanan hasam later that if somebody says couldn't pay reseilo alai. Also, is because we assume that was the das of the neider. Well, that has nothing to do with uh, a situation of Isuriana. So says the Ran that even though the Gemara is posing the Ibaya on the Mishnah later regarding Kainamos, but really when you understand the two stadim of the Ibaya, the Ibaya is not Mesuyim. It's not exclusive to Kainamos. But really, this Ibaya would be true for all the Isuriana. Bottom line is, what's the Allah? Omer of Achabar Menyumi. Of Achabar Menyumi said, Tashma, I'll bring you a raya from the following Allah. Somebody tells his wife, makes a nether, I am going to be ushered to you, my wife. Meaning, you cannot have any anal from me. Now, we have to interrupt for one second. How can a man make a nether like that? We saw earlier on Daft Tezvav, in the Sugi of Tashmish, that a person is meshubit to his wife. And because he's meshubit to his wife, to a certain degree, if he would make himself usher to his wife, he's violating what the Gemara just said in Amman Aleph. It's not something really that you're allowed to do. So the Emma says that the Teretz is based on a Gemara in the beginning of Ksubis, where the Gemara says it's talking about where the person made the nether before he got married. So being that when he made the nether, he was allowed to make the nether, so that even though now they're married, and now he couldn't have made the nether, but the nether is chal. But it's a kasha for maisa, meaning the nether was chal. It's a chiddish that could be chal. You have to make an akimta to make it work. But the bottom line is, what we need is, so right now there's a nether in effect, where a woman cannot have anna from her husband, because the husband made a nether that he will be osner to his wife. So the halach is, if she wants, she can borrow money, Meaning to support herself, from, and then the balichayvim can go to the husband and get paid for the money that they loaned his wife. My time, balichayvim Why is it that the balichayvim are allowed to get paid? Now, what's the shaila? The shaila is that why don't we look at the money that the balichayv gave the woman as the chilufayen? of the money of the husband. So the husband's money, the husband's mezoyness are also to her. The money that the Bali are going to give are chilufeyim of that. And if that's the case, this whole transaction should be dead on arrival. So why does this work? It's afraid to give If there's a halacha of chilufeyim when it comes to nadarim, and not only chilufeyim when I myself made the nether, but even if somebody else says, madar me, like in that parakamander de getzir, where the halach is, and you're going to tell me still, there's a concept of chilufeyim, that this shouldn't work, must be from the fact that you see this does work, where the halach is, loiva, if she wants she can borrow, it has to be that there's no problem of chilufeyim, right, let's see it inside, my time of alichayv nefrayim, la misham de chilufeyim, must be because the chilufin are not kigidulim, and it's for that reason it works. My rubber rubber said, could be no. The Ovid Ovid. And the Ran says that what this all means is that maybe 
The reason this is not a problem of chilufayim is because although in theory what you have is a chilufayim, but didn't happen in the traditional way. Usually chilufayim is, but you have a peri. Right now this peri has an iser kainim on it. You now took the peri and you sold it. So you took something that had a kainim on it, you sold it, that's now considered the chilufayim. And it could be in that case, there would be chilufayim, even if somebody else is the one that made the nether, because chilufayim is like giduleim, and it's considered part and parcel of the thing that's also vano. However, in the case of the over there, the woman did not have the husband's money, took the money and exchanged it. It was just the opposite. She took money first that was not chilufeim, and now he's going to take the money and he's going to pay up the balchayv, the money that's aser bahana. But being that we never took the money that's aser bahana and swapped it out, rather she first took money. Without going through the swapping process of taking this isuri hana, so it could be in that case, it's not going to be a problem. You're right, that's not a riot to the sugi of chilufem, because that's a backwards type of chilufem, but I can bring you a riot from somewhere else. If someone's makadish with arla, the kedusha is not going to be chal. Why? Because arla is isuri hana. If it's isuri hana, it's considered not lochem, it doesn't really belong to you, and as a result, you can't be makadish anisha with arla. Machrom bidmei. What happens if a person took his arla, he sold it, and then he took the money, it was Mekadosh and with that. Hareza Mekudashes. The halach is that the Kedushin is going to be Chal. What's the Kasha? L'chayr, it should be the Chilufayim of the Arla. And the Ran says, this Tachma is a raya to what I spoke out in the Yibayi, that this Shaila is not only true by Kainamas, it's true by Uli Suriyana. Because if it's only a Shaila by Kainamas, what are we shtalling to? I'm a Barla. It's a completely different Sugya. The Territ says, because the crux of the Shaila is Negea, really Uli, Uli Suriyana. But the bottom line is, what do you see from here? You see that Hareza Mekudashes, that the Chilufayim is not a problem. So the Gemara says, Hachanami, here too. The issue is only But if he did it, he did it. And again, it's very awesome what this means. And the Ran says what it means is that this case is not a case of chilufim, but this is really a case of chilufe chilufim. And the reason is because the way we look at this situation is that the Arla is the source of the Isser. When you sell the Arla, now you have money. Which is chilufin, and now when you're makadish and isha and you have ana from the isha, that's the chilu, the chilufin of the chilufin. So we deher the ana is not being from the money. We deher it's being from the isha that you were kinder with the money, and it's for that reason we look at it as chilufin chilufin, and chilufin chilufin is not going to be a problem. Now how do you fit this into the words? I mean that's not what we just said, but so the Ran says, and this is the pasuk shat is that and this is a very important knech in the whole sugya that the whole side that chilufin should be a problem by yisuri ana. Rami Bar Chama's whole side was only midrabana. He knew it wasn't a real dairaisa to get in. Giduleim, that could be his dairaisa. But Chilufein, he knew it was not a din dairaisa. So really, it's only like a lechatchilo de gezach that we should treat the Chilufein as being aser. And that's why it's only true for the Chilufein, but not the Chilufei Chilufein. Being that all it is is a din derabbanon, so therefore we're not going to apply it to the Chilufei Chilufein. But the bottom line is, the Gemara had two Tashmas, Rami Bar and Shiloh, and the Gemara knocked them both out. Just one interesting observation is if you look at the words of the Gemara, the way the Gemara was doicha, the two Tashmas, the words are the same. Amar Rava, Tilma lechatchilo hu doloi, v'yavid avid. If you look at the second Tashma, lechatchilo hu doloi, v'yavid avid. And the way we explained it, which is the way the Ran explains it, the two Dichuyim don't mean the same thing. And it's actually interesting because 
If you look before the Gemara says the second dicha, it says hachanami. Hachanami sounds like we're about to say the same teretz, and it's not even the same teretz. It's the same words. It's hachanami, same words, but really, as far as the havana goes, really, it's a, a different teretz, a little bit more. Zok the Mishnah hareni alecha cherem. If somebody makes a neder and he says hareni alecha, I want to be onto you cherem. So cherem is one of the lashonos of hektish. So if somebody says hareni alecha cherem, it's as if he said hareni alecha koinim. The halacha is hamuder aser. The mother is not going to be able to have her no meaning. I am going to be usher to you, so you now can't have a no from me. Hare at What if somebody says in the verse, I want you to be cherem to me, meaning I'm not gonna have a no from you? is not the one that's not the noid is one that's not allowed to have a What if he says both? They're both going to be bound by this nether. If this sounds familiar, it's because the Gemara had already quoted these three halachis earlier in the sugis of Yodos. So in the sugis of Yodos, on Dafhei, the Gemara brought these three cases as a raya in the Shaklavatayu of Yadayim She'enu Mechichos. Either way, says the Mishnah, what would be in the case where the person said, Hareni Olecha, and he said, Va'atolai. So Shnei Masurim, right? However, Shnei Mutarim, B'dovesh Le'ele Babel. However, they're both going to be mutter with regards to the things of the Oile Babel. So the Mishnah is going to explain what exactly those things were, but just the simple understanding is that the Oile Babel the Yidin that went from Bavel, originally to Eretz Yisrael, they were mafker different parts of Eretz Yisrael. And all those things that they were mafker are considered hafker. So that if there are people that are muda no even though these things are technically shayach to everybody, but we don't look at them as belonging to everybody. Rather, we look at them as belonging to nobody. And it's for that reason, if they want to have Anah, they're going to be able to have Anah. However, anything that, again, belongs to everybody, but it's exclusive to the people of that city, that's going to be a problem. So the things that belong to everybody that are related to the Oile Bavel, we look at as belonging to nobody, and therefore, mudar hana mechaveru is like in this case when everyone's mudar hana from everybody would be able to have hana. However, the things that belong to that city, which again belongs to everybody, we don't look at it as if it belongs to nobody. We look at it as it belongs to everybody, as in Perakashutven, and it's for that reason it's now going to be usher to everybody. So really, the difference is the davar shal oilei bavel and the davar shal oisoyer. And the Rand says the whole nafkemina is is it shaykh to this city. Or is it shaykh to everybody? So I mean that shaykh to this city we look at is if all the people that live in the city are the balabatim of it. If, however, it's not yuchet to the city, but no matter which city you are, you're a chalik in it, then we look at it as if it belongs to nobody. So if it belongs to the Anche Oisoir, then every member of the Anche Oisoir is a shutif. And if that's the case, if you make a nether, you're not going to have a no, well, open up Paraka Shutif and figure out what you're supposed to do. If, however, it's something that belongs to everybody, then we look as it belongs to nobody. And if it's Hefker, if it's Hefker, it's not going to be a problem. One other thing worth speaking out, even though these things of the Uli Bavel were Hefker, it didn't mean you can go be in it. So it's not Hefker as in uh, the end of Perak in Ben Amudar phase. So of course you can't be in it, but it's Hefker from a Hilchas Nadarim perspective that there's not going to be a problem. So what's an example of things that belong to the Oli Bavu? Or any pits with water that are on the road. What's an example of things that belong to the city? That was like the big... Uh, Town square, the Hamerchats, the bathhouse, Ubeis Haknesses, the Shul, the Hateva, the Hasvarim, the Bima in the Shul, and the Svarim are all the Kisvei Hakoidesh, the Hakoisev Chelkoi Venasi. So the Gemara is going to have a little bit of a discussion what these words mean. 
what the Gemara is going to say is that if a person lives in a city and now someone's so there's a problem now this person can't walk into shul because the shul belongs to here. everyone's a shotif you're a mudana from one person you're out so you won't be able to walk into shul so what this yid should do is he should give over his chilek in the shul to the nasi it's like a mechiris chametz type of thing give it over to somebody else not mine anymore oh it's not mine this is your patent, like this you'll be able to walk in. You don't have to give it to the Nasi. If you want, you can give it to a Hedid also. Then why did Chazal, why did we have a Messiah that you should give it over to the Nasi? If someone is giving it over to a Nasi, you would not have to be Mezakia to anybody. However, if you give it to a Hedid, you would have to be Mezakia. What does this mean? So the Ran says that ordinarily, if you're going to be kais of the nasi, right? You're giving over your thing to the nasi. So you have to make a kenyan. Right? You go to rub. You saw the chametz. There's a kenyan that takes place. You pick up the yamaka. Right? Something happens. So ordinarily, that's what would have to happen. But there's a special chiddush that if you're giving it to the nasi, you could do it without a kenyan. And that's why Chazal had this mesayra of kaisev le nasi because that you could do without being mezaked through somebody else. You don't have to go to the rub to do this. You just write down a piece of paper. You've been kaisev le nasi, and that in and of itself is going to be okay. There's no such thing. Even if you've been kaisev le nasi, it's not hectic. It's not a mirror le gvayek in the head yet. So you need to be mezaked. The only reason Chazal said that you should give it over to the Nasi is because that's normal. That's usually what people would do. And the Ran says the reason is because the Nasi you can trust. You're not going to just give it over to somebody else. You may never get it back. Right? You're going to say, do me a favor. Can you just own my chalik? Just own my house for the weekend because someone's coming. He's a mother. You're going to come back. He's going to change the combination. You're not going to be able to get in. You give it to the Nasi. The Nasi you can trust. That's why Chazal used to say, Kaisa the Nasi. But not because there's any halachic nafgamina or ramification by giving it to the Nasri. Rabbi said, The Anji Galil did not ever have to be of the Nasri. Because there's Zaydis already took care of this, and the Gemara is going to clarify what this means. So, what was the halach of the Mishnah? The Mishnah began with Yodayim She'inan Moichichos, and then the Mishnah digressed a little bit and said that even though however which is a, a fine nuance as far as how you treat when it comes to common area. So common area that belongs to people in all cities, we look at being Hefker, it has no bearings in the world of Nadarim. Common area that belongs to people that live in a specific city, that we look as a thing that belongs to the Shutfin, and that's why we're discussing it right here in Perikash Shutfin. Mishnah gave examples of what the Dovish Loi was, examples of Dovish Loi Sa'ir, and then spoke about this interesting halacha of Kaisiv Lenasi. So before we start the Gemara, which is going to talk about Kaisiv Lenasi, again, just to speak out one Ha'ara, it's very similar to the Ha'ara that we spoke out on the previous Gemaras, even though they have nothing to do with this Gemara we're learning right now, and that is that this halacha of Shneya Mutarim B'davish Loi Lebavel almost feels like it was a Hemshech to the Mishnah of Hareni Olecha Cherim, Hareni Atolai Cherim, Hareni Olecha Va'atolai, it has nothing to do with that. And it's taka interesting why it's here in this Mishnah. It sounds like it's like one Hemshech. It really has nothing to do with that. This is a halacha that's Nageya, every single Nadarim the good case. Not just that, just, just to read the Mishnah. Hareni Olecha Va'atolai, Shneya Masurim. However, Vishneya Mutarim, it's as if it's like literally one paragraph. It has nothing to do with anything. And by the way, this halacha of Shnei Mutarin 
would be true even if it wasn't a situation where two people are mudr hanoah from each other. It wasn't a shnei masurim de In the ratio of this Mishnah Gufa, hareni olecha cherem hamudr aser, however, the mudr is mudr, bedavash aloy lebavel. Harei atalai cherem hanoider aser, however, the noider is mudr, bedavash aloy lebavel, and aser bedavash aloy seir. So, really, for some reason, the halacha of this Mishnah was stated on the third case of the first part of the Mishnah, it could have been on the first case, could have been on the second case, could have been anywhere in the Mesech. There's nothing to do with this interesting type of Lashon Neder of Arani Olech HaKherim. But the bottom line is, the Mishnah said what it said. And the Mishnah concluded that what happens if someone takes Modan and now he lives in a city and he can't have any Hana from the Dover Shaloisa Ha'ir. There's an Eitzah. The Eitzah is the person that you can't have Hana from could always be Koisev, his chilek to the Nasi, and by giving it over to the Nasi, that's going to be okay. But as we mentioned very quickly when we learned the Mishnah, the Gemara is going to have a suffix, how to read those words, and we're speaking out based on the Maskana. The Gemara's Havamin is a little bit different. Just could I to see the Mishnah again inside to appreciate the Havamin a little bit better. Right, so the Mishnah said three lines from the top. That Vav of Akhoisif Chalka Lenasi sounds like it's attached to the Indian Rishon, and as if to say it's an example of a Davish Shalaisa'ir that you can't have enough from. So the Gemara says, Am I Mitzer? Like, well, first of all, what does it mean? And second of all, why is that in the list of Davish Shalaisa'ir that you can't have enough? I'm Rav Sheshes, Rav Sheshes, that Hachi Gitani. This is the way you're supposed to read the Mishnah. The way you read the Mishnah is that you can't have enough from Davish Shalaisa'ir. So what should you do? The guy wants to go to Shul Friday night. So what's the Eitzah? What you should do is, you should write it over to the Nasi. Skip the, skip the parentheses. Rav Yudha said, Ain, Anche Galil, Trichan Lezakis, Shekvar Koswa, Visein Aydem. Rav Yudha said that the Anche Galil didn't have to do this. They didn't have to be Kais of Lenasi, and the reason is because that Zaydis already took care of them. Tanya Rabbi Yudam and Anche Galil Kantaranim Hayu, the people that lived in the Galil. Right? So you have different Gemaras that talk about different things about Anche Galil and Anche Yehuda, and this is definitely an interesting one. They were Kantaranim, meaning they used to get, uh, they were Shtikl Narvez, and they used to make Nadarim. So you get into a fight, and the next thing you know, there was like a road rage, and you're making the dorm that flying all over the place. Every Shabbos to a new guy that couldn't come to Shul, couldn't go here, couldn't go there, can't create a Torah because you can't have enough from the Sefer Torah. There were problems. And it's for that reason they just got up and they said that uh, we're going to be Kaisif Kalka Lenasi. They had this grandiose star uh, that they had worked out. So, like this, even though they were getting angry at each other and making these nadarim, but at the end of the day, it didn't impact anything.